Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Trash Told You. I am the man himself. I was going to be the man with the legend. No, I, I only do that if I'm like advertising someone else or promoting someone else. Can't say that, even though I can't be those things. I, I got to be a little modest sometimes. But uh, yes, this is a what the hell. I'm not sure when the podcast seems to be listening, but I'm recording this September 24th. Uh, it's a Saturday. This is going to be the last Travis told you for a, at least a few weeks because we got a busy week coming up. And as I've stated, the last three ones this week completely unplanned uh didn't <laughs> didn't plan for them but i was home children were sick so the thing is i could stay up or wake up early record it and then edit it throughout the day and things like that so uh yeah it's 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 been an interesting week i literally did not work at all but the kids were sick and uh so that's what you got to do but now they're feeling a little better they're they're on the mental a little bit thursday but still friday was like they as i've said before there's like a policy if you hit a certain temperature you can't but they care but now the lady is home and they are um uh, 
doing dance, I guess, right now. And uh, because the oldest was not sick, so that they're just taking them there, and they've given me the uh, chance to do this because I was thinking about doing yesterday. It didn't really work out. Lots of things going on, but yeah, that's just I'm rambling about my life. So there you go. So it's been it's been an odd week. I don't know where I am. I know it's Saturday, but it doesn't feel like that. Uh, we had the holiday, and then I had the whole week off, so it's gonna feel very weird going back to work on Monday. And I had the break and everything, so. Who knows? But uh, yeah, next week there's going to be tons of stuff. Just like this week, there's been tons of stuff. <clears throat> we're in the swing of it right now. Again, where we got She-Hulk and or House of Dragon and Rings of Power all happening at the same time. Me and Dylan just did a really fun, very juicy Don't Worry Darling review. Uh, lots to talk about with that movie. Good or bad, you decide. But nonetheless, <clears throat> excuse me, there is quite a few things to cover. So we had a good almost... Uh, close hour and a half conversation about that i check out side quests every week uh everything you need to know is down below as far as where to find us audio video how to rate review subscribe uh and then the two biggest things is also patreon go over there because you can join a bevy of tiers and the more you support this channel and the show the more we can give back the more we can do trust told you the more we can do different specials things like that um and in kind of swap of that you can get tiers as far as ad free content early content um exclusive content stuff like that and then right now if you hop over and join the phase four tier for the next three months you get every single benefit we have uh you get to be a patreon producer you also get a pick movie we're going to review but you get a shirt uh it's a extra life geek first exclusive shirt uh lord of the rings theme very nice which Taylor field made there and then also you will be uh donating towards charity so it's never a bad thing uh, the October proceeds are going to go to Extra Life because we're starting that soon. And uh, Extra Life is just around the corner. So we will be announcing some new stuff very soon. So I can't wait. But uh, let's get into this today. Uh, These are kind of like a few things that were hanging from the week. Let's start with Black Adam. (laughs) So Black Adam, uh, it's uh, we're in the heat of it, right? We're uh, the I was going to say the tour is coming up, but I don't know. Promotional marketing's kicking in. It's less than a month away, stuff like that. So we have three things to talk about here as far as one's a rumor, one's a fact, and one's like a prediction slash projection, right? Let's start with that one. That's the easier one. Where right now, Black Adam is saying this is long-term forecasting, so a month out usually what they do. Because usually you get like closer forecasting for tracking like two weeks before and then like very close, like one week before. So this is sometimes there's even longer than a month you know, out there as far as it can track. But right now it's sitting at, and I'm a bad podcaster because I was meant to open something, but I didn't. But right now it's sitting at about 55 to 70 million uh, opening domestic. All I'm talking is domestic numbers. And then it had like a, a final run. It was like 150 to 175, which I thought was kind of low. But I guess sometimes I always forget like domestic isn't the, like a lot of times it's not the biggest opener and that can be lower than a lot of other ones. Like look at Aquaman, right? But uh, let's take a look at biggest opening weekend. So uh, I just want to see what was going on for this year. But uh, for the number itself, I, I don't think that's a bad number. I really don't. Oh, there we go. Top opening weekends. Enough. Enough of give me end. Why do you give me end game? Why is this article listed biggest opening weekends? Blah 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 blah. And then it's just like in the United States and Canada as of. Oh, I guess it says as of July. But I just want in 2022. You know, not not everything. But anyway, so with the actual record, um, I or like the tracking story. I, I think that's a good. 
I think that works. Like to me, I was looking at 60 million, right? And obviously we don't know what the four markets and I can never predict four in front of the most part. There's the odd one where I go, oh, this is going to hit big there. But for the most part, I go, well, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what the feel is. Like I said, I talked about this last time. Don't worry, darling, where I went to go see that. There's a Shazam trailer that did not play well in front of everybody. I had people at, like I had a person besides us asked if that was Flash before they show Flash in the trailer. And it was also just, it was dead silent dead silent so at least i kind of go okay this audience that was in 75 percent are not going to be seeing shazam you know maybe they will but it just it it felt like no one cared people were still on their phones stuff like that so even more so in foreign markets i don't know what that's going to do all i can talk about is the general vibe here and even then i just have to go off of a mix of twitter and real life and even less so than twitter because twitter is tough me and a couple people have been talking about the past few days where it's just I can't, there was something, there's some report that went out, and the person is like a, I've been on Vodka Stream, and their name's Jason, uh, he's a rapner on Twitter, really cool guy, I really like him, uh, he's really big into horror, so check him out, he has a channel, and he has a cool short film out too, but we were discussing, because he had shared this article, and I don't think he, I think he like likes the MCU, but I don't think he's like, like one of the biggest fans I know are a big fan, but it was like this study and then looking at the numbers of how like the MCU actually, you know, for this narrative, like phase four, cause I don't know why it happens. There's this, that chart that's been going around on Twitter of like the four and Twitter perception is good for what we're going to talk about with the teaser, but there's like the three or four like horses. It's the body. And it's like the drawing either like gets better and then gets worse or it turns into fire. And like, you know, that where it's like a perfect picture. Sometimes if there's a bad sequel, it's like, the beginning and the front, or sorry, the beginning and the end look really great, but the middle shit. So that, that was something I think that spawned some of that too. Like it was like the phases of so phase one, two, three is getting better. And then like phase four was like a horse, like looking all like stick figurey. And again, I don't, I don't just subscribe to that at all because you can talk about quality wise completely. Sure. I disagree even on that because i feel like there's not a general sense even on twitter there's not a general sense and even if there is then there is the number still backing up now you still have hey well, what about transform stuff like that absolutely tons of things do poorly but that's where again with black adam and tying back to that i see the excitement or lack of excitement on twitter i don't know what it's like in the real world especially because I, I should actually start asking around at work. Work's good barometer. I always use my parents. My parents are a good barometer because I know if they're going to see something in particular. Like, that's how I knew Joker was going to do well. Well, my mom, who rarely sees comic movies now, is like, I want to see Joker. And I saw it with her the second time. I knew, okay, this is going to do good because other people, that's why Gaga's going to do good with that too. Um, so... I just feel like it's 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 coming up. It's getting promoted a lot. Ross doing his thing. So like sixty million to me is what I thought would be a solid opening. To me, in a, like fifty five is the lower end of that where I go, ah, oh, not the greatest. To me, a forty under that's a I won't say nail in the coffin because you don't know a form, but that would be really bad. So to me, a fifty seventy is a really good start, and then it is about that second and third weekend. I don't think this is one that has to live and die by the second weekend. But that will show, hey, are people interested? Is there good word of mouth? And also the Henry Cavill thing, right? If that is there, does that give enough buzz? Which is tough, right? Because if it underperforms, people are going to say, well, even the cameo couldn't save it. Where I don't think that's fair. I think you can make arguments. That's been a whole on my timeline, too, because of uh, the teaser thing we're going to talk about. Talking about 2017's Justice League uh, and the box office, right? Like, what was the reason it failed? And we can all have our theories and talk about on Twitter. We really don't 100% know other than educated guests, you know, because some people say, well, and I'm more in this camp. Well, the reason it failed is because it is a sequel to 
uh, Man of Steel and BVS, which BVS, to me, that's notoriously still, it was memed a lot. It was not the, it's tough to say it's not the greatest of general audience because like it's still $800 million movie, right? But at the same time, whenever I talk to people in real life that are on Twitter, that are in podcasting, that they, that was always like, yeah, I didn't really like that one. That's always the response I get to that. So I feel I'm more in that camp. And then there's people go, no, 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 it's because they went the reverse and it looks like, it doesn't look like a Snyder film and it looks bland and stuff. And that could be too, that this is the trailers didn't look great. And it doesn't really make much sense, right? Because you have BVS that comes out 800 million. You have Justice League, which is preferably the bigger one. Uh, bombs, in my opinion. I don't even think it's opinion, it's a fact. Then you have Aquaman that's coming off that bomb onto the second one. So you could, you could, and this is where I could paint the number, where you could make a case where people saw BVS, didn't want to see Justice League because I didn't like BVS. They saw Justice League in theaters or at home, and then when they did it, oh, I really like Moa, or oh, I really like this movie, and then boom, that's where they go see Aquaman. You, you run in circles, right? Because we'll never know. It's all just opinions, and it's like assholes. Everyone has one. So that's been that conversation, same thing of now. How does that parlay to Henry Cavill? this i don't think much at all it gives it like a little boost but i think if henry cavill's in that that's more for the future and not so much now i don't expect and that could be it of i guarantee you'll see even henry cavill's superman won't save it yeah 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 but i i don't think that's it i think the rock is popular enough and i know people always go well he doesn't always have hits but it's like he's popular enough that the ga is gonna get in there it's a superhero film you got little nuggets in there at one point i was worried uh so says well i thought halloween was released after so week before yeah i think i thought that too at some point but even then, I don't think it matters that much because I don't think those are the same audiences. There's definitely Venn diagram of like you, me, us, bubs, and people on our Discord and GV listeners. Like, that's what I like. I feel like most of the GV listeners were pretty succinct. And, you know, that's probably what happens after seven years. You get people with similar likes and interests, right? But I don't feel like the GV listeners and Discord speak for, oh, that's what everyone's going to be seeing because I don't think they're exactly the same crowd. Uh, and again, that is at home. So once people sniff it out, they might go, you know what? I'd rather stay at home and watch Halloween ants. I haven't decided. Um, I prefer seeing movies theatrical. I just am not digging these Halloween movies. So it just depends. Do I want to do a night out, get a sitter? Because I really don't want to see that alone. Not a scare effect, just the fact of I didn't like that last one. And if I had to sit through the theaters alone for that, uh, would have that would have been tough. So um, <laughs> that's where I am. So I think it's a good number. After, who knows what happens, but I think it's a solid opening number. I think it has a few weeks because there's nothing really to Wakanda forever. And this is like the first big blockbuster. We'll talk about the Don't Worry Darling box office in a little bit, but like a 50 plus, that's your first bigger blockbuster. But now we got the tracking and now you kind of got the heights. Now, if this is a tracking, usually the tracking when this comes out, things go like a little bit above, right? Unless something goes wrong. And the thing that could go wrong is bad buzz because this is where... Again, I don't, it's it's a funny correlation, right? And this is where I disagree with so many people, where people talk about how Ron Tomatoes and stuff doesn't matter. I think Ron Tomatoes might matter more than Twitter. You know why? Because it's always on your movie apps. It's right, there's a fucking score right beside it. Even with my Sony TV, every movie I want to watch when I'm looking through the menu has the Ron Tomatoes score. Doesn't matter who does, like who's in it, how big it is, it always is raw and uh, fresh, whatever. And I honestly think that what I was talking about with Jason is, Raw, or sorry, Twitter has, I think, somewhere between 67 of the population. That's it. Where so many people probably have a Sony TV to me, similar, more than that 67 population, and see, uh. So when they go to buy a movie, especially on Adam, I think they do the same, right? I think you have the raw and score. So when you go to buy a ticket and you see that big fat green tomato and then it's negative, you go, do I want to spend money on this? 
that's where I go bad. And then people get in the, oh, well, fuck Rotten Tomatoes for doing that. People make their own decision. They are. Rotten Tomatoes is just a site that just collects web like reviews. It's just get over it. So I think if the press is really bad for Black Adam, that could hurt it. But I think 50 to 60, like I'm, I'm still sick in the 60 realm. Because uh, then the opposite is if the buzz comes out and it's really good, you could start pushing that 70 to 80 realm. And I, I honestly would like them to be successful because if comic book movies start to get less successful, then maybe they'll do less of them. Now, uh, the Sony ones, yeah, other than Spider-Verse, those can fucking bomb. But <laughs> that's just because I want them to stop making those movies. But at the end of the day, not that much because people like them. So if people like them, cool, good for them. I got a lot of comic book stuff going on. Is it my Venom? No. Is it my Morbius? No. But alas, here we are. Swift says, yeah, October doesn't really have any many releases. Everything sort of released this month and then took a break. 100% and everything is releasing like Amsterdam, where it's like, that's an Oscar baby, has a few stars, going to make a good like 10 to 15 million, like don't worry, darling. And that's about it, right? Maybe creep back up around Oscars even. Even Amsterdam, I think it's uh, not doing like the greatest. I think it's getting like a lot of 7 out of 10s, which you might feel like, oh, what do you mean not the greatest? Just in the sense of with that cast, the lineup, I think people were expecting a lot more of it. So that's the box office. And then what I was alluding to after we talked about a little bit last year, I told you is the teaser. <sighs> this is another thing where, and again, luckily, I think this is why maybe I'm more annoyed this week because as I've said before, recently what I do is I'm not on my phone at work. I, I check on my lunch breaks. So I'm about an hour, but usually I'm podcast. Like usually my lunch breaks are editing podcasts. My my break is working at my other job. So I'm doing all this stuff, right? And and this is the good thing. Luckily, um, I'm at work and then most of the times I throw the phone away. Right now after it, because the girls get home a little bit later, I might check some stuff now, but the original routine when everyone's home, I get home, throw the phone like in a different room, check some stuff maybe later on, like after a dinner or, you know, if I get a notification, I'll still look at it. But if it's nothing important, I'll leave it. Uh, this week I was on my phone, probably the most I ever been in quite a while. Because like I said, we were sitting around at home. I don't like to do the hey kids, we're just gonna sit down and watch TV all day. We we kind of usually do like an hour or two a day of like the shows we watch together, like baking shows, and then usually we'll give them like a hey, you can watch this. Or if me and Emma are gonna watch House of Dragon, that's where we go. Okay, that's when they can watch their show in a different room. We'll watch that. But this week was a lot of kids are sick. All we can do is lounge and whatnot. So I'm on my phone and stuff like that. And that's where I usually saw the stuff where I usually wouldn't. Doesn't even phase me, but she's like, oh my God, I'm seeing too much of this. And so what happened was we talked about this before, and then there was an after effect where Rock puts out a teaser, right? And Black Adam, Warner Brothers, whatever, they put out this, it's called Legacy. And it's the whole, there's heroes in this world, shows Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and then there's villains. They show like Harley Quinn, they show some whatever, and then they show a shot of uh, Steppenwolf, like hitting the ground, right? And everything exploding. It's like six seconds, it's not even, I don't know, it's very, very quick. Um, what happened was everyone had a, bitch fit about it not everyone a certain group of people had a bitch fit about it and then youtube took it down the rock took it down to leave the street and they tweeted out later and here's the thing they tweeted they put it back out and for you guys think it's such a big victory i, I guess sure it is and a for you guys and gals that could be a victory as far as oh we got that taken out because that's not part of the movie okay even though that's the one probably people have seen the most they didn't replace it with any justice league snyder footage so to me, that was like, a, okay, it, it's, yeah, I suppose, right, it's like one second of Steppenwolf. Like the, the whole villain's clip is like six to eight seconds, but like, and you can barely, when I saw the tease the first time, and then my timeline was filled with, oh my god, it's ugly, Steppenwolf, it's this and that. I was like, really? And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it is. It's so fast and so quick, and it, it just they didn't put in that footage so to me that's even more telling as far as okay they didn't even go oh, well we had the wrong just like let's put it in there 
that's just okay instead of putting the Snyderverse in this universe we're just gonna ignore it right um I I won't say I hated they took it down but I just thought man I know there's two sides to every corner people go oh you know the rocks listening to his fans I guess and I, this is where to me makes it feel like the rock is maybe worried about this movie because he's a promotion machine but just to worry about this this small little clip and that's where I've talked about the two sides where there's people I want Snyder cut that were sane normal people and I've met a lot of those more after or before Snyder cut came out where before my my timeline or my impression was just most of them were fucking crazy like the cult like bastards right they always refer to the Snyder cult and stuff like this where it's like we're gonna get worked up over this clip and they're gonna take it down and raw we did it why why <laughs> why do we care so much about this and then the problem is when the rock and Warbos do that they fuel into that so it's almost like any little thing and that's why it's like so those are the same people that if we see superman in uh, black adam he has the blue suit they're also gonna throw a bitch fit because that's not the snyder cut he had the black suit and this is the wrong continuity as the rock and go oh we know we better fix that post credit and change the suits god i hope not so that's where it's just it's frustrating to see like that's the one where oh you know we gotta fix this for a second a clip that's so small i would understand that even if it was longer but it's so small it's just it's and again where the real world is luckily i guess this is just a tv twitter spot but so that's who it's destined for and they don't want it to show like a bunch of dislikes or comments or stuff like that but you know rock you can tweet and stop that like you can turn comments off but they don't want because they don't want that right because they want to spread same thing as youtube they want to climb so i get that but just why even bother people the general audience to see this aren't going to think anything different they're not they're going to focus on the other characters that have face and famous celebrities around them that's it uh i suppose yeah the rock edits the superman super right the colors himself right before the movie comes out yeah that's what it just feels like to me of like oh you know any and it's just again it is a big thing but twitter it's like social media marketing i get it but when it comes down to brass tacks steppenwolf being in the teaser henry cavill even being in the end credit it's not gonna matter it's gonna come to is this a good movie or even does it find an audience because there's tons of movies that aren't good films that find an audience and that's all that matters and these things that they're worried about to me is not gonna matter and most of these people that are like i said getting mad about this clip and then celebrating oh we did it some of them are just gonna do the same thing with superman blue suit happens they're gonna turn on the rock completely again so what's the point just just go with it you know the rock can act like a badass and tweet at the snyder cut or the what is it the release the air cut account about how he doesn't give a fuck but then he goes and layers on and like re-edits a twitter trailer right i don't know <laughs> so let's take our first ad break and then we're gonna get to this uh this quick little rumor and we'll be right back judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. And we're back. Oh, excuse me. And we're back. So... There's a rumor going around. I think it was Grace Randolph that put it out that The Rock right now is pitching. I don't know if it was Black Adam versus Justice League or Suicide Squad or Black Adam versus the Justice League and the Suicide Squad or Justice League versus Suicide Squad versus Black Adam. I did not listen to because I don't listen to Grace Randolph. So that was my bad. But I just saw people report it multiple ways. Uh, maybe Espos will clarify. I actually believe this because I feel <laughs> like The Rock would have such an ego to pitch this now i would understand if it is in retrospect where black adam comes out kills it beats aquaman's record or it's just a huge popular movie right and you go you know what it's a billion nearly a billion dollar movie we could justify black adam versus the entire justice league but i <laughs> doing that right now i feel like the goal should just be just to do black adam 2 versus superman or whatever they want to call it superman with black adam that should be the goal. I think having, and you can have a character like that, right? I, I said this to at one point where I, I think you could have made Black Adam a Loki, Ultron, Thanos-like type. Not with the rock playing him, but that type where he's so powerful, he's a massive threat. I just feel like it's very, if these are true, which I do believe, kind of egotistical where it is. Yeah, it's Black Adam versus Justice League versus Suicide Squad. And that's, so, that's what I was saying. So that's what makes me laugh. I don't know what makes me laugh more. If it's Black Adam versus all of them, because it's like, they need all of them to take down The Rock. Or if it's, <laughs> it, like, the fact that it's a whole team, a whole team, and then one guy. And he's equivalent to those entire teams. Now, Suicide Squad, you could definitely make a case for. Justice League... I feel like it happens all the time, right? But once you got Superman on, on there, I feel like once Superman's on there, if you have another person like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, that many powerful people would be able to take him out. So I I do believe he would be pitching this. So like, oh, and that's another massive. And imagine this. And I just have no interest in that. I have an interest in doing a Just League movie. And maybe if this was in him being a villain, sure. But I don't think The Rock has interest in that. I don't think The Rock even has interest in like being a villain for a little bit in his own movie that's supposed to be like oh villain or heroes had their time it's like i i i don't think so you know i i get from the point of view of him uh pitching it and that's where maybe he's pitching it and then black adam comes out and crushes and then he goes see let's do this um and then i guess i don't necessarily want that as well i just i don't know if i need a movie where the rock is single-handedly beating up the entire justice league and i think eventually they would tie or the justice league would win or he would just be like possessed or something but 
I don't need that. That just feels like such an ego stroke of the rocks playing this hero. That's going to annihilate everybody. But that's why I could believe it. Um, I hope that all I can hope is that this pitch is something else and it's just a game of telephone and it's kind of turned into, oh, him versus Justice League versus Suicide Squad. I hope he'd just be pitching maybe himself in a movie with a bunch of those characters. But I, again, because I just feel like you'd have like on the poster a team, a team <laughs> by himself. And it's just, oh man, I don't know. And again, would that make the GA excited? That all depends on Black Adam. That that's really that comes down to. I think there is merit in a Just League versus Suicide Squad film. I think the versus title is kind of, um, not sullied but a little tarnished after the BVS thing because I think people look at that and they don't want to repeat that. So I don't know what they would essentially call this movie, but. Um, I don't know. I I don't think uh, I don't think that's the best route to go. Peacemaker and Black Adam on the uh, poster for Big GA money. Oh yeah, all the wrestling fans are like, oh, they're having the rematch, Th- thrice in a lifetime. Only wrestling fans will get that, but oh boy. So, um, I think that all depends on what happens. But let's get Henry Cavill there. Let's see who the Justice League is, and again, preferably even how much I would maybe love Black Adam if I do, which I don't think I will. I think it's very much just going to come down to okay. That's not what I want Justice League to be doing. I, I, <laughs> I there, there's a version of that, sure, but I think like what the I think what I would have them do with Black Adam versus what the Rock would have them do is very different. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't think that could work. So uh, anything can work because there's crazy movies out there. But a very interesting pitch there, Dwayne. But I, uh, and I believe it. I believe it. But. We will see. So then after that, I think we just got the quick hits, right? Yeah, the quick hits, because it's a smaller show day. Quick hits. Uh, let's start with the Fantastic Four writers. Uh, not much here other than I think it was Deadline that put out a report that there's these writers. They've written a few things. They have this movie called, like, Wedding Dinner or something like that, Wedding Dinner Crash or something coming out with Warner Brothers. They're pretty much just getting names for, like, being spec writers like they've written a lot of good scripts that are like have yet to come out or good ideas and stuff like that so there's three things also i guess four things at all but three things that kind of came along with that where it's unsure if krasinski will play reed which we all we all know that and it's interesting that they say unsure because it's almost like is there still discussions i don't think there is i think it's just I, I, I don't know. And again, I was more interested in Krasinski directing Fantastic Four than just flat out starring. So to me, like I'm less, even more or less interested now if he's just Reed Richards. So I don't think that's happening. And I hope it's not. So that was something they did put in this report. They said that Sha- Shackman and Feige are currently casting going underway. So it might be a little bit before we get that. That's fine. And then they also said that they're working on the series of movies. So they kind of insinuated this report that they're maybe mapping out the entire Fantastic Four saga or trilogy, whatever it may be. Doesn't come as a surprise to me. I know people go, oh, like, how, like you got to see how the first one plays. You got to do that. And I think I was at that at some point. I remember Spider-Man Homecoming, they announced the sequel before it was out. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But now where the MCU is, how they work, we already know they're thinking of this. So may as well start mapping this stuff out now if you like these writers. So uh, nothing that gets me too excited because I can't look at these writers work and go, wow, they did this and they did this. Um, there's just nothing. So it's going to just be one of those situations where we're going to have to wait till we get the movie. Uh, Shagman's still a good choice, but he's not also like a huge choice where I can't wait to see him. I'm like, okay, I kind of feel like I know what we're going to get. So 
yeah, that's happening. We'll see along with that. Werewolf by Night is apparently confirmed to be 52 minutes. So that's good. It's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I was thinking maybe like 20 to 30 of the most. So I know there's still credits in that, but awesome. Can't wait for that. Man, we're only a few weeks away from that. Uh, let's see. Don't worry, darling, right now is tracking at a uh, 21 million uh, box office for the weekend. Pretty good. My theater was about 75% full, and I think that'd be the bigger, bigger opening. Wow. Oh, I forgot to... I'll tie back to the Black Adam thing, because I'll look at the... Um, let's see. Calendar gross. I don't want the calendar gross. What is the... Oh, man. Well, we're going to go on a little journey here, because I'm going to find the fucking best opening weekends. Here we go. But I don't want of all time, all these things. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Uh Apparently, because there was this report that came out about it where it was like, we've never seen tracking like this. Like, sometimes it's gone up to 42, and sometimes it's gone up to, uh, like, 15 or, like, 18 and all over. I don't know. I, I, it was a weird report. It was also in that report where it's like, oh, yeah, Olivia Wilde and Florence P were fighting on set and yelling at each other and all these things. And All right. It, 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 it was fun to, like, watch that, like, like, know what was going on during the movie, but also felt kind of off and stuff like that. But... I digress. I've not been able to find it anywhere as far as like, I, I, where's discussing films when you need them? But 21 million, I think that's really, really good. I think it will have like a, not a terrible drop either. What I was saying, and Dylan said the same thing that, uh, and then Katie did from GOA that you had like a healthy amount of Harry Style fans there. And I guess that helps, you know, that's why I put them in the movie and stuff like that. But, um, that, I think that's pretty good. The budget's 30 million, so it'll definitely make that back. Um, and yeah, I, you could go check out our review to hear more of my thoughts on it and everything like that. But not a bad run. But then also before that movie, they played a little trailer called Knock at the Cabin. I don't know why I put Midnight at the Cabin. <laughs> That's something else, but Knock at the Cabin. Um, so this is M. Night Shyamalan. It's Dave Batista. Uh, Jonathan Griff, I think that's his name, Rupert Grint. Apparently, there's like a book or a short story. So, if you don't want to be spoiled on this, I think old was the same way, right? Uh, where there was a short story and stuff like that. Uh, you, if you don't want to see it, then obviously don't, you know, look into it if you don't want to know the ending because it seems like it's going to be one of those type of movies where there's something, there's some, well, <laughs> what am I talking about? It's a fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie. There's going to be a twist. What happens in this trailer is there's a family. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Old was a graphic novel. Yeah, there you go. And I think this is like a short story, something. So, family, uh, two two dads, husbands out with their kid at a cabin. Look like they're doing some sort of camping. There's a knock at the cabin. Uh, creepy music's playing. Dave Batista's monologuing, talking about all this stuff. And then finally, they kind of cut at the like the last 30, 40 seconds to why they're there. And it's like we believe your family's going to bring on the apocalypse, and you need to make a choice now. Um, one thing, the biggest thing, much like Knives Out, I can't wait to see Batista's performance. I, uh, he's just growing it as such a good actor. And that's where it's just like, yeah, you got Rock and Cena that are bigger, maybe profiles than him doing these things. But Batista's where is that? Batista's like a legit actor, actor. And if you would have told me that when I saw him in fucking 2002 as Deacon Batista and you would have said, hey, in uh, you know, literally 22 years, you're going to be excited or 20 years, you're going to be excited for his performance in a movie. I don't know, because Batista always says he picks stuff that's interests him. And I think working at M. Night, all of us would want to do that, because, like, that's interesting. And, unfortunately, 
Uh, it's much like M Night's work, right? Where this movie, I think it's going to be literally all about the twist. I think it's going to be hour and a half, hour forty, and a lot of playing up, like what's going on. What I take it is what they're trying to propose is this can go two ways, and it'll probably be one of these ways or the third, which is the twist, will be something fucking crazy. Where so these people have, you know, the Batista and crew, which has Rupert Grant, some other actors, they are crazy and have in their mind like they're very religious, very cult. They have in their mind if this family does not die, um, we the world's gonna be over, and it's completely fake in their mind, right? Knowing Shyamalan, that's not the way. I think they're going to portray it like that in the movie, and the twist is there, right? Very much like, uh, I don't, well, I, I feel like I can say this, very much like Ready or Not. I'd say they play with that type of aspect, too, of like a curse or magic and what's real and what's not, something like that. So then the second thing is, yes, it is real, and they're going to explain that, show that in the movie, and they do have to kill his family or do something like that. And then the third is something completely off the beaten path. Uh, Esbob says, I haven't read the short story, but my twist prediction is it's a simulation to see how humans would decide in a situation and it pans out identical cabins or something like that. Okay, I, I could see that. It's going to be interesting because they got Batista like acting very emotional and whatnot. So I don't necessarily agree with that, but I don't think you're I don't think you're off the beaten path. I just wonder if he would not want to do that because that's almost too similar to another Shyamalan movie. And I don't want to say it as Bubs because I don't think you've seen them all. But there is a movie that plays similar to that. So, but M Night might do it. Um, sorry, badly timed uh, drink break there. I, I'm in. I'm always going to be interested now because there was a point where. I uh, know. Let's bring up because I never brought the fucking best opening weekends of the fucking you know um, <laughs> of the whatever. Like right now, it's giving me like Titanic numbers. Like what's going on? Like where? Why does no one just have a fucking search up 2022 box office? You know, disgusting film usually has it, but uh, let's see, estimated weekend, no, all this stuff. So box office, I've just given up on like what was the biggest of the year and stuff like that and everything. So uh, if any. Let's see, did the Batman stuff like that? I know it's not the Batman, but I just feel like that should be maybe Geek First has to do this. Like, what's a recurring thing? You know, list of the 22 box office number one films. That's just number one. You know, because you know what used to be good for this was box office mojo. And I'll try them right now just because I'm curious. And now I'm doing this on air, so whatever. But like, box office mojo. They used to be the best. They, <laughs> they used to have like like they had this where like right now all you get is total gross, release, and average. They used to have the oh you just want to see what the top ten this year and update update. And it's just so annoying. And no site has really supplanted them. But going to IMDb, this is more about for M Night Shyamalan. There was a time where because when I grew up with M Night, he was already the legend, right? And then there was movies coming out around the time I was that age of like Signs and um, uh, what was the other one? Oh shit, there's one of the more like two thousands one. Oh, that's let's see, two thousand Lady in the Water, the Village. That that's the other one, right? Which I actually still like the Village. I, I know lots of people hate on it, but I didn't mind it. Um, but so around this time, that okay, I'd seen. I think Signs was my first one. Then I saw Signs, Village, and then I went back, seen a Breakable, Sixth Sense. I'd seen at a too young of age because there's some stuff that was creeping that one. Oh, I don't know if I need to see this. And then Lady in the Water hits, right? And a lot of people take that as like, oh, this is like a really bad movie. Even though Village was mixed, it felt like, oh, this is a really bad movie, but it's just a one-off of that night. And then The Happening happened, and I feel like from then, there was Last Airbender, what I didn't see, and then After Earth, and then he directed Wayward Pines. But I was, even The Happening at that point, I was, the trailer looked good, but I didn't go see it because, like, God, I, 
I can skip it. There was, I think around that era, I had completely written him off. I had been like, you know what? I don't want, not that I don't want anything, but he was also producing a lot, right? Like he produced that movie like Devil where they're like in the elevator and something's going on and anything that had, I think Devil's the one to where his name, like, was it Devil or Visit? One of the movies like it, like, I can't remember. It had like a trailer or something at a festival and people just booed it and everyone, it was crazy. Like, it was something where I was like, really? They're booing M. Night. And I feel like there was this just general sense of now, once I got the Visit, because Visit was this movie where it came out and everyone's like, oh, what's going on? I came back to it and like, okay, this this was a really good movie. Still my expectations. I loved Glass. I still actually loved, uh, or sorry, I loved, I really liked Split. I think I like it more eventually once we got more of the twist because at first I was um, annoyed with the ending, but I got where we were going after. Loved Unbreakable, or I love Unbreakable. Uh, loved Glass. A lot of people didn't. So then I'm on the bandwagon and then Old came out and I'm not at, off the bandwagon, but now I'm a bit more, oof, okay, I could get something not so great here, you know, but Batista, this, I like the other actors too, but this, this is a, I think it's a good trailer too. Cause I feel like this trailer is only showing us the first half an hour at most. And I think you can do that with this type of movie. So I'm very interested. I'll be there day one. I'm not sure if the big geek for, well, I'll definitely review it, but I feel like Kirkle might join. I don't know. He was there for old, maybe old scarred him, but, um, yeah, we, we will see. But, uh, yeah, if anyone is watching, maybe you particularly, I suppose, the next two ones are going to be a wrestling topic and then Dahmer. So, obviously, there'll be some spoilers there and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I will be right back after this ad break. We're going to talk about some wrestling stuff. And, yeah, next week there'll be a newscast. No trust told you I don't think unless, God forbid, kids are sick. But, no, I think all temperatures are going to everything. So, I will be right back. And we're back. So, ah, wrestling, wrestling. So, AEW had a big event this week. They had Grand Slam. Um, I got to start with the punk thing, right? Because the punk thing is... So, there's a report that came out this week that he may never wrestle again for AEW. That it was Wade Keller from the PWI Torch, which who does get things right. He had went out there and said, hey, we're here and stuff that he's probably not going to wrestle again. And it's looking more and more like a buyout situation. Now, I'm waiting for either Meltzer or Ross to kind of confirm this and everything. H-E-U. What the fuck is this number? No idea. I'm not going to be answering H-E-U you know, on air. I could have made something fun of it, but who knows what that is. That's probably some fucking like Terminator program or something. But um, so... And I actually haven't looked, so maybe that's my bad, because I can just talk about this if it were to happen. But usually what happens is sometimes even if a scooper doesn't know it, but they get it from somewhere else, they look into it, they sort of just go, yeah, this is this is it. This, like, this is happening. So I got to look more into that. Uh, but I don't think that's come out as anyone saying he's going to be buyout for sure. But Wade Keller does have sources. I'm hoping this is just a, hey, this is the potential route it could go. Because if it is the route we're going, it's a very disappointing from all all perspectives now i've said this before where i think the whole fight and everything we also don't know everything it's a gray area of what happened backstage i do personally lean more in the elite side just because of some of the stuff said that press conference and the way things were handled but again uh i'm a fly on the wall just dealing with information being fed to us we don't know the you know there's his truth their truth and then the actual truth right somewhere in the middle there's that truth and that's where i know there's some things where i go hey i don't agree with the lead on this that but 
even though I've had the issues with how it all went down, especially from Punk's side, my main thing, and that's why it's probably too much of a happy world just to think it would go this way as far as I hope they could just try to put it past them. Even if they don't work together, I think the company is better with everyone in this fight to be in the company. Uh, and I think especially for Punk, it's different because Bucks and Omega, if they leave, they're going to go to Japan. They're going to go to WWE. And I just genuinely believe that they're just still more passionate about pro wrestling because I would believe if Punk is as passionate as he says about pro wrestling, then he would... Uh, he would... Uh, like... <laughs> There, there is a sense of, and that's where you don't want all the reports of, not reports, but people that are naysayers have said, hey, uh, he's in it for himself and he's just in it for the money. If he goes away and just takes the money, that narrative is never going to die. That's going to be the one that goes to the very top. And that's where I could go. Well, if he's just back for, because he said he fell in love with pro wrestling, wouldn't he want to go wrestle anywhere else then or somewhere else? And I guess his point is always, well, I should be paid like I'm being wrestled, like uh, what I should be paid. But I'm sure there's some promoter out there that would do it um but maybe it's still not the biggest stage this and that i don't know it, it, it's interesting my whole thing is i i believe the elite are more passionate about wrestling and if he gets this buyout and he just goes away and that's the end of like it just sucks if, like that's the end of both stories and wwe he just disappears and in this he just disappears you know and i and i love punk he's punk is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers no matter what's going to be personally said um he's a guy that made me fall back in love with pro wrestling i was pretty much in tears when he came back i'm not afraid to admit that because like that guy meant so much to me in pro wrestling and he still does and it's just such a bummer it's a, it's like the most bummer ending that could happening and i still think it's a bit on him as well i think there's a way to make it out now obviously there's always been this talk of like there could be legal stuff going on which could be but i still feel there's been fights in pro wrestling you know like try to can we not figure it out? And if we can't, then yeah, that's just super disappointing. And it's, uh, I do think it really hurts his legacy, like big time, no matter what, whatever side you're on, it fits right in that punk naysayer, um, narrative. And I, it, it's disappointing. It really is. It, it sucks that it's going to possibly go down this road. My hope is that these are just whispers and something that are being talked about. And then a month, cause he's injured right now. So that's uh, at least it's not good that he's injured, but at least a good thing where, they have time to sit on it. So my hope is that eventually just time will heal all wounds. And even if they can just ignore each other, they can figure this out and work together. Luckily, Dynamite has been doing well. It's been a million over all five weeks. This week was a dip from the past two weeks, which was surprising because the main event had the title on the line and everything like that. It was a big show, Arthur Ashe. But it didn't really pop. I'm not sure what else. I think there was a lot of premieres on cable. So that was listed as one of the reasons why. Or just in TV all around. But... um. Uh, I, I don't want it to be I don't want it to go down this route. I do want the last match. And even if it's not like I want we never actually got like a title run. He got he won the title, had that match on Dynamite, he was hurt, and then he won the title here again, and then he got hurt. And I know that it's just funny because you're like, because he may be older, like, could that is he injury prone or stuff like that? But it's like, I still think it's just bad timing because look how many matches he had. He almost wrestled like a full year before getting injured, right? So I, it, it's just shitty. And I hope we don't go down this road. I really don't, but I feel like we're getting, no one has backed this up, but I feel like there's just more and more signs to point to him and AEW just not gonna, it's not gonna go anymore, you know? And then what happens with Kenny and Bucks next? I don't know. Kenny's in Japan. 
being in video games, getting scanned and stuff like that. Bucks are about to sell some shoes. Uh, I really don't know. I, it's something that I do think has to be figured out eventually because it does feel like there's still a hole. And that's even stuff like, <clears throat> so we got this Grand Slam event, right? And maybe this could have been the plan all along where you had Moxley win the title up, Brian. Um, sure. <laughs> if any wrestling fans are listening to this, they know, like, okay, he's that's the go-to. Mox is the guy. That's that's the one you put the title on, right, as far as when you're in trouble. Okay, sure, you put it on him. Um I, and I'm fine with it because I feel like it's just his until MJF gets it. And I didn't. I want Brian to be champion, but not now because I feel like it is just he's about to pass it off to MJF. So to me, it's like if Brian is going to um, get that title, I feel like there should be a title run associated with it, unless he doesn't want it. So if he doesn't want it, then like have him win it once for a month and that's it. Like that. That's what happened with Shawn Michaels. Remember, I'm not saying it's Sam Bryan, but when he came back in 2002, he didn't want to work house shows, so he never won the title other than that one time, and he only held it for a month. So I would like a run like that with Brian at least, but with um, oh, what's his pickle here? I forget. Oh, with Brian, it just to me should be something special of note. So that made sense why it didn't happen here, uh, and he, this is where I'm getting to where it just. <sighs> The, even the tournament, it just felt, it just feels like because we're having to rewind as far as, okay, we lost Punk, we lost Omega, not so much the Bucks because they wouldn't be in the main title picture, but and then we lost Malachi Black, which is fucking that also sucks. Now again, if this is a situation where, um, you know, it's been he's even said don't talk, but but some people have said it might be a mental health thing. Completely, if you're not fine in the situation, go get help. Like wrestling's not more important than your well being. My worry, and that's what other people's worry is, apparently. WWE had contacted, he was one of the talents they contacted, along with uh, FTR, the revival, about coming back. Now, I think Malachi Black, the rumor is that his, he's on like a, con, like a, what is it, a, I can't remember what it is, some sort of release, but it's like he can't work anywhere else. So it's like, that's the case. He's like four and a half years left. Like, is that a, a thing? Like, is he going to just sit for four and a half years? I don't know. I doubt that's how it goes, and I bet someone will be figured out, but even stuff like Malachi back so Malachi 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 Black and it's interesting because I'm somebody that where I think like someone like Darby or Miro or even Malachi Malachi some other and he I guess was one that came in but that first year of talent first year and a half people that I wanted to see move forward and you know go up to the main event scene they haven't because there has been lots of big talent that joined so when we get this tournament of these guys that were in them I was not impressed because like it's just kind of stuff we've seen before, right? And even now that I'm, it's an interesting matchup. But to right away, so Moxley wins the title, Raw, Raw, whatever. They do the Battle Royal and they have Hangman win it. To me, Hangman. So he lost the title to Punk. I hate this. He lost the title to Punk. Uh, then Punk, you know, bitched him out, made him look like a cowardly babyface. Hopefully, and I think luckily the crowd has forgotten it wasn't scripted. He wasn't supposed to come down, so how's he supposed to fight if he's not supposed to come down? He goes in the tournament. He loses round one to Brian, which I did not like. This is a guy that, uh, to me, like I said, he had to make looks. Especially if Brian wasn't going to win, then I don't get it. Uh, and then you had him go and win this battle royale. So he's going to challenge Hangman, or he's going to challenge Moxley. He's going to lose for that. Uh, that's what I don't understand, too. If you just want to do Moxley and Hangman, then I would have preferred Moxley and Hangman in the finals of this championship tournament, you know? Not Brian again, because I don't think Brian should have lost to Moxley again as well. So there's just a lot of decisions where the show has overall been good, but I'm still just not agreeing with. The one shining light on this, though, is 
you got MJF. And MJF, I think, has been great. He's been a shot in the arm. I've forgotten how much it just feels like musty television whenever he's on. So I think the second you can get this, and maybe they're waiting for full gear, which is in his hometown, the second you can get the strap on him as fast as possible and start doing those types of feuds and stuff like that, I think that's going to help the product immensely. Immensely. I really do. And um, if his contract is still just only up until next year, then absolutely. Then you got to, <laughs> you got to, or I guess it's 2024, so two years, but still you got to start working on that because I feel like he's not going to hold it till he'd be off like he's kind of hinting at. So, uh, yeah, I don't. the main title picture is kind of messy with me right now, and I like that Hangman got that win, but at the same time, it's just to go lose, and it's just, I also feel that Hangman versus Mox, I don't know if it's happened, and I don't think it should just happen on some type of random dynamite to me. Like, that to me is a main event pay-per-view match, and not sure. Uh, I guess I should pull the results just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Paige, a.k.a. Soraya, uh, she is debuting AEW. This is one that I wonder is if she had signed before the whole Vince McMahon Triple H thing happened, because I feel like if that was the case, she would have rather been there. But there's been this back and forth of people saying, you know what, she can't wrestle. And I, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, her music comes out. And if people don't know, the whole thing was, hey, um, she got injured five, it's been five years. It's been five years ago since she's been injured. She can't wrestle. Uh, she could get even more injured, really hurt herself. Uh, she comes out to this, she was WD that whole time doing things, wasn't used, couldn't use her Twitch, whatever. She comes out to this, uh, she doesn't take a bump and she doesn't give any bump. So I go, well, that doesn't make much sense to me. And other people were reporting that saying, yeah, she's not been cleared. She can't do that. But then she goes, ignore the dirt sheets and stuff like that. Right. But it's like, we didn't see you take a bump. So I, I'm excited. I'm happy for her. At the same time, I go, okay, but what's the deal? And if she can't wrestle, I'm sorry. I would say with Tony, I don't know if that's necessarily worth it unless you're throwing in like a really great manager role. But I don't know if that's worth it. So we'll see. I've I've always been a big like favorite of Paige. Or she's been one of my favorites as far as the women's division go. I think she's great. She 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 was part of that whole real like women's revolution starting NXT and stuff like that. Um so she's great character too like she has all the tools just to be the best women's wrestler in the world at any point just like can she physically do it that i don't know uh then you had the acclaim they won the tag team titles uh i think i said this in the pre-show or like talking about this and the peer review this was good it was good to get it on them it felt like a miss it this whole thing still felt like a missed opportunity this match wasn't as hot it wasn't as good uh that just felt like lightning in a bottle and they should have swapped or put it in going like change the finish before the match because it just it it was good i'm happy for the claim they worked hard i'm glad they made them baby faces that was the right call sell a bunch of merch they're over they're popular people are scissoring each other great i just think this felt like a little eh. it kind of feels like when you get that great like sequel and everyone makes a joke about like the third movie being like a man that's what this kind of felt like so uh, Jericho defeated uh, Claudio Castagnoli with the for the ROH World Championship. Um, I think this is kind of fun. It, it the, I, I know people were I think kind of mad about it, but I thought it was kind of fun because you know he's holding this title to put it on his record, like Chris Jericho, Ring of Honor champion, Ring of Honor, which was like the King of Indies at one point. I am with everybody. I think it hel- is going to help for him to get some sort of TV deal or something like that. Uh, I, I think that, unfortunately for Claudio, it was a very run, uneventful reign other than like a few good matches. So that's kind of disappointing. So hopefully there's more 
plans with him other than him just wrestling every once in a while because that happens sometimes on AEW. You get this great talent, and that's like, well, what are you going to do with them? I, I would actually like Claudio to be in our AEW main title scene. I don't need him to be on Ring of Honor. I don't want to, like, I will give Ring of Honor a chance, but I was excited for these people to be on AEW because I want to see them on AEW, not ring of honor per se you know so i this will i think go a lot better too if they make claudio be the one to beat jericho back but i think they might be leading up to garcia to do that um after that not not much nothing really more to say uh hangman adam or sorry it was a ricky starks defeat powerhouse hobbs in a lights out match good enough match i just didn't like that they ran it back they had a hobbs like beat him pretty convincingly and then all of a sudden starks was still mad beat him up and they had another match it's like i I didn't get the point of the win then for Hobbs, really, you know, and I know lights out matches like don't count on people's record, but I don't know. Not wasn't a no, it wasn't a fan of that. So, um, yeah, that's about it for AW. And that's about it for Trestle because I've ran out of time here, actually. So people, if you saw in the description where I said the Dom review, I will probably do that separately at some point here because I think this Trestle is not even going to release to... Uh, I did it again, Trestle Ever since Family Clay said that, and then other people have said that to me. And it's also because I think Clay and some other people use the hashtag. He can use the hashtag that way, but they use it wrongly. They'll they'll like hashtag Trestle so, but I'm like, that's not me. I don't need the so in there. But... um. I had a limited amount of time, and I probably shouldn't have talked so much about Black Adam, but uh, I'm going to talk about Dahmer in the future here, so that'll probably be like a separate review or something like that, uh, And because this episode's technically not dropping for a couple days for the, the feed people. It'll be for the patrons and stuff like that, so thank you very much for tuning in to this episode. I promise when you hear from me next, it'll not be boring. <laughs>